Okay, so we're back to Tehillim. We're on Mizmor Lamed Chet. Lamed Chet is 38. And this Mizmor actually opens up a little bit interestingly because we're introduced to a new opening line that we haven't seen. You know, we've seen Mizmor Le David, Lam Natseach, uh, all, all these different um, introductions. This Mizmor opens up as Mizmor Le David Le Hazkir. And that word lehazkir is actually a tricky word. It's very, it's, it would in, in theory mean to remind. A song for David to remind. But to remind what? Well, what is this mizmor uh, to remind? So first of all, before we even get to that, the overall theme of the mizmor is going to be David telling over his pain to God. Now, it's a, I found it to be a fascinating mizmor because... Because you see a little bit into David's philosophy of suffering. The philosophy, his own philosophy of suffering. Or the, the author of Tehillim's philosophy of suffering. And what you'll notice is that he tells God how much he's suffering. And how difficult his life is. And he really, really gives gory details of how difficult his life is. But he also seems to... Admit that this, these things are coming from his own sins. And I don't know if, that, if the reason he does that is because he wants to present himself as a tzaddik before Borei Olam, or if he really believes that every single piece of suffering is directly t- tied to his own sin. So there is a lot of uh, analysis to be done just on the philosophical side in this mizmor. Uh, so let's read it. It's very, it's, it's very impassioned. It's very uh, inspiring, this mizmor. And for somebody who's going through a tough time in life, anybody who, who experiences real difficulty could really identify with this mizmor. Okay? So mizmor David Lahazkir. To, to first understand this Lahazkir thing, I want to turn to the Radak because he gives a couple of possibilities. Right? As we said, the word Lahazkir means to remind. So the Radak says, The first option is one that we've seen before. For these first psukim, and that's that this word lehaskir is actually one of the, the the types of music. You know, we said that there was there were we we've seen in the beginnings a lot of mizmorim that there were different types of music, uh, and and a lot of times the things that we don't know what they are, the words that we don't know what they are in the first psukim, are some type of music. Um, for example. Let me show you an example. Michtam le David was Michtam. So that was in chapter 16. So there, Michtam could have been a, uh, a musical note or a type of music. Okay? So there are different, uh, there are different words that open up the psukim. Lehaskir could be a type of music. Now, another possibility for Lehaskir. Uh, is brought by the Radak. To thank. So maybe this is a mizmor of thanks to God. Now the difficulty with that is that this mizmor doesn't sound very much like a thanks to God. It sounds like he's pleading to God. Okay, next. Ufidati, Radak's opinion. That this mizmor was made for anybody who's struck with sickness and is suffering 
it is made for anyone like that. That's who the Mizmor was made for. David didn't make it for himself. David made this Mizmor for anyone who's sick and who's struck with illness. In order to say that this Mizmor is to be, is to be reminded to anyone who is sick. Meaning remember to pray with this Mizmor. Anybody who's suffering should remember to use this Mizmor. So that's a possibility of what this, this word Lazkir means at the beginning of the Mizmor. Now we can go into the details. Pasuk Bet. Adonai al God, please not with your anger, don't uh, uh, rebuke me, and with your fury, do not... Um, uh, I'm, I'm at a loss of words here because I'm using a different oh. word today. Uh, help me out with the, with the translations there. Yeah. Don't chasten me. Don't chasten me. Okay, good. That's, that's actually a good word. Okay, so there are different types of rebuke. Right, One is, do not... In your anger, do not rebuke me. And in your fury, do not chasten me. Um, and why am I pleading with you to not rebuke me? Because I'm in pain right now. Your arrows have struck me. And I feel like your, like your hand is coming down upon me. Like the heavy hand. You know the expression? You know the, the expression, the heavy hand of the law? So David feels like the heavy hand of God is upon him right now, meaning he's in, he's in pain and he feels like it's coming from God. There's no complete part to my, to my skin, to my flesh because of your anger. There's no peace in my bones because of my sin. Now what I was saying at the beginning is that this is an interesting, means more philosophically because David cries out to God and he's in pain and that he's suffering. Yet, he also is consistently admitting that the pain is coming from his sin. Yes. And he so, he, he did so in this more, you almost don't see the concept. Morning, morning. morning, morning. So there is a concept which I believe in that you can't always tie suffering to sin. It's not so, so simple. Yes. Tzadikim suffer also. Yes, we don't know. We don't, we don't understand it. it. You know, but... David and this means more. He does not separate the two. There's no, there's no way I could be suffering if I don't, if I didn't sin, which is very interesting because I don't know if that's the way the world works. Now maybe that's just the way that means more because it's poetry. It's you know kind of exaggerated. This is the way he believed it was. Or maybe it's the way he believed. Yes, correct. This was his way of. Uh, or maybe he had so much emuna in Boreolam's justice. Yes, that he believed that, that uh, no matter what, there's, there's a reason that there's happen. a reason that, yes. that he's suffering. Yes. Okay, yes. it's beautiful. Yeah, that's it. Okay, puzzle. Okay, my sins have come upon my head. Like a heavy burden, my sins are too heavy for me. You know who said like this? You know who spoke like this? Anybody know from Tanakh? This is trivia. Whenever Cain killed Hevel, and Borei Olam said, "What is this? Where is your brother Cain?" Kain says, Gadol avonim in neso. I'm not easy. My sin is, no, no. He says, my sin is too heavy to bear. Oh. And he realizes what he did. So now David is saying, Kaved ich bedumi meni. My sins are too heavy for me. Pasuk Vav. Hivishu namakku haburotai mipene ibvalti. Because of my, uh, my sinfulness, my, my, my bruises have, I don't know how to, how to translate this. My, my, my wounds, my bruises, they've, they're melting away, and if issue what they become, uh, I don't know. Can you translate that for me? Infected. 
infected. Okay, that's good actually. They've become infected and namaku. Namaku typically means to melt. So the way it's being used is, you know, whenever you're, you get a bruise, it's basically like your skin on the top layer has exposed the yes. bruise under it. So he's saying it's like that top layer has melted. It's, an, it's the way he's speaking. It's an expression. Okay. So if ishu namaku haburotai, how did you translate into ishu? They've become infected, infected. And, yes. my, and melted my wounds because of my sinfulness. Na'aveti shahoti ad me'od. Uh, I've become bent and I'm, and I'm hunched over so much. All day I'm walking, I'm walking around bowing. Yeah. Like now, now why? Foolishness. Why, why would a person like a drunk, become... Like a drunk. No, it's not even with foolishness. Why would a person walk over hunched? Because they're injured. Yes. They're in pain. He's walking over hunched all he's day. He's in pain. He's in pain. Because he's injured. He's in pain. Ki chesalai nikle. So the en we've seen already, right? He, so he said that at Pasuk Dalid. Yeah. Okay? There's no, there's no fullness to his flesh. His flesh is beaten up all over the place. How do they translate Kesalai? Kesalai, uh, I'm troubled. It's, no. No, no. No, no, Kesalai is my, fo- my foolishness. No. My, oh. Pasukhet. I want to see how they're translating. They may not be translating literally. Kesala is a body part. Yeah. Because of my foolishness, I am troubled. I'm bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. No, where is Pasukhet? For my lo- loins are filled with burning and there is no... I don't know. Okay, that's it. That's it. My loins. His loins. So it's some part of the body that is, is very attributable to... Um, there burning. with feeling. Here, let me read you what the Radak says actually. The Kesalim are somewhere in the loins area. Next to the thighs. And they're next to the kidneys. And to them is where sickness comes. So in Tanakhic expression, Kesalim would be a, the place of the body in which you could feel sickness. I don't know if we, if we have any, uh, com- maybe today you'd call it like my throat. You know, whenever you're feeling, you're starting yes. to get sick, your throat starts yes. to hurt. Yes. Okay, so, so they're filled with nikle. Nikle has, is also a difficult thing to translate because it's not exactly clear what it, what, what it means. It could mean like, um, it could mean burnt. Because kalui is when you cook something, yes, it's, you could you could be kalui. Burning. It's so a burning feeling. let's let's go with that because it's a it's a difficult pasuk. Anyways, so my kesalim are feeling like they're burning, and there's no complete part of my flesh. Pasuk mm-hmm. tet I've melted and I've been beaten down very much. And I'm crying out from the cries of my of my heart. Adonai negdecha kol ta'avati ve'anchati mimecha God, all of my desires are before you and, and none of my sighs are hidden from you. My sighs are all in front of you. Meaning, to you I'm an open book. I'm in pain. I cannot handle this. I'm telling you. I'm not hiding anything from you. You know, there are people that they always want to project strength. They don't show. So they don't show their pain. So I'm, I can imagine David, as king, 
It's one of the attributes he had to, no, he had to have the ability before people to show strength. To show strength. No, 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 before to people show, to show strength because he's king. But, but in front of Hashem, he can't be weak. Now the I, the beauty is that in front of Hashem, he's an open book. So, so even the greatest leader, the person who's in, in in the most responsible position, who all day and all night has to show calm and resilience. When it comes to Borei Olam, they have the freedom to let it all out. And that seems to be what David does, okay? My heart is, is turning. My strength has left me. The light of my eyes, they're no longer with me. You know, typically people, when they're sick, their friends come and they join them and they support them. But here, because of how bad my sickness is, my loved ones and my friends are standing far away. They're standing at a distance from my pain. And my loved ones are standing from far. Now, either because they're stabbing him in the back or because, they think that he has a plague or that they because it's also. so bad that they can't even stand to watch. You know? Now, this is interesting because it gives you, it shows how deep down the need for human company is when important. a person is sick. It's very important. You know, the, sharing, sharing we don't, pain. We don't appreciate pain. how much the mitzvah Bikur Cholim helps the person we're visiting. When you visit someone who's sick, it really, really lifts them up to the extent that this is one of David's main complaints. If only I had some people to come here and, and visit me. You know, you think it doesn't, it does, it helps the pain a lot. You sh- you share and the that's pain. something that our community does amazing. Amazing is that we're very good at Bikur Cholim, I think. I know that tra- tradition, our community and most families is that a sick person, especially an elderly sick person, is never, ever, ever left, left alone. alone. There's always never. one of the children there sleeping in the hospital with them. And it goes to show how damaging the coronavirus stuff was. Yeah, because we couldn't, we couldn't be next to them. You know, personally, I was very big skeptic the whole time. I think the amount of psychological damage that we did to people during the coronavirus was a lot worse than any damage that could have come if we From, would have given it yes, to one another. Yes, it's very true. And there's so many people were sitting alone in the hospital, depressed, depressed. that they're in pain and that nobody could see them. Yeah, thank they, God they, we had the FaceTime. Face FaceTime, it's... Thank God we had this. Thank God, thank God we had it. It doesn't, it doesn't replace... It, it's not the same, by the way. It helps a lot. It, do, it helps, you know, but it's not the same. Um, but it, it's really psychological turmoil to be alone in suffering. So it's something we see in this Pasuk. Pasuk Yud Gimel, Vay Nakshu, Mevakshay Nafshi, and my, uh, my enemy, or the people who seek me, my, my are life. planning, are plotting against me all the time. The ones who are seeking out my bad, they're speaking folly, and they're speaking deceit. They're thinking deceit all the time. So I'm in pain, and I know that there are people out that they see me in my times of weakness and they're going to they're going to they're going to take advantage of it. You know when someone who's very great <coughs> falls on hard times, there are people that, that are happy. There are people that are that are looking for an opportunity to put him even downer. Yeah, to, to exactly. And I am like a deaf person, I don't listen. And I'm like a mute person who doesn't open his mouth. Now, why is David saying this? Because he's saying, my, sta- my style is that I don't get involved. I don't, 
I don't believe people could be like this. I don't lower myself. I don't so. lower myself to their level. I'd be quiet. I let Hashem protect me. You know when we saw this? When Shaul was chasing David. And when David says, I'm not going to touch him. I'm going to act like he's a tzaddik. If Hashem wants to take care of him, Hashem him, will take care of him. Just yeah, exactly. That's what we're doing in our, in our Navi class. Okay? And I become like a man who doesn't hear And a man who does not have any rebuke in his mouth Because I don't see it as my position to tell the people to answer, off to answer. Because to you Hashem I have waited You will help me You will uh, answer Hashem my God I say, lest they will be happy for me. Whenever my leg stumbles, they will come upon me. They'll, they'll act great. They'll, they'll try to jump on me and, and take the opportunity and become strong. Yes. Because I'm about to slip. And my, my pain is before me always. So he says, please Hashem, be with me. I will tell you my sin, God. I'm going to worry about my sin. Unlike the Rasha who never has a deep thought in his mind. Is, David is, is always thinking fault. deeply that I'm at fault. I've done something wrong. He's always worried about his sins. My enemies, um, they are strong. And my, the ones who hate me are... are so many. There are so many and their, their lies are multiplying. Those who give bad instead of good. They're going to uh, hate me in, because, because I'm, I go for good. I, I go, go for good, good. And then there are people who like to return bad for yes. good and they hate me nonetheless. So therefore, I have nobody I can trust. Everybody's out to get me. My friends, my loved ones, they can't even be close to me so anymore. Isolated. And I'm isolated. Alta azveni Adonai. So Hashem, you are all I have. Elohai altir hakmi meni. Hashem, do not stay far from me. Khush ali Hurry to my assistance. Adonai teshuati. God, you are my salvation. salvation. Um, <coughs> I wanted to point out one beautiful thing about this means more that I noticed. David takes complete responsibility for whatever. For everything that happens to him. Yes. Now, as I said, I don't think that's, that's necessarily correct. Meaning, philosophically, do I think a tzaddik is always responsible for his suffering? No. No. But for the individual to get to that point of responsibility where anything that occurs to him, no matter how much he's not at fault, no matter how much its enemy is so, simply so out there for their humanity. own egos, to be able to take responsibility like that is a sign of maturity. It's a sign of leadership. Because I think one of the biggest problems in our society today is that people aren't willing to take responsibility. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Everybody's a victim. Yeah. You didn't make enough money. Oh, these landlords, they're so <laughs> evil. They're charging too much in rent. You didn't, uh, you, you, can't, you can't make enough to, to support your family. Oh, it's because all these rich people, uh, everything is somebody else's fault. Yeah, there's so much oppression, there's so much... You're never the one in fault, everybody And is. that's what we're taught today. You know, we're a very, very, very spoiled society. This is a society that our parents' generation, let's say kids between my and, and my age group, our parents' generation was the wealthiest generation in American history. Most of the kids in our generation grew up with a lot. And most of them were taught, were given everything. And just assumed and learned that, that, that they deserve everything in life it. and that life should be a walk in the park. Yes. And that is very unhealthy. It's a very unhealthy mindset because nobody learned responsibility in the process. 
so I don't have enough money. Okay, what are you doing wrong? Nobody, I, here's a, a tougher example, but I'll say it because I think it's true. I, it's hard for me to find a spouse. Yeah, are you, do you deserve it? Have you worked hard? Have you, meaning, I know there's, it's not that are simple. You I'm, I am, there's nobody who's more. Are you uh, showing your maturity that you, that you. Right, are you presenting yourself in a way that's deserving? So there's a lot of, now I'm not saying the single situation is difficult and I'm, not, I'm the last person to judge anyone. But I'm saying there's also a lot that a person could do to put themselves in a position where they could earn a parnasa, where they could, you know, find these things in life. Or at least, you know, that they can take a little bit of responsibility and it goes a long way because we're a generation that's learned to, you know, blame everything on everybody else. That's not what David Melech does. It's radical, his level of responsibility that he takes and I think it's very inspiring. <laughs>